Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode of my podcast. Uh, in this one, I'm going to be talking about uh, terrible dates. Yes, I have terrible dates, okay? I'm not just pretty face uh, and a gorgeous body. <laughs> Uh, before we get started, I just want to say thank you for listening this far. If you have been a fan and love my content, do let me know. I am on Instagram, YouTube. You can email me as well. I have a blog. I do gaming as well and streaming too. There's a lot of stuff that I do, but yeah. So reach out to me if you love my content, if you listen to me, and what you like about it as well. And I will get back to you. So in today's episode, I want to go into terrible dates. And yes, I have I have been on the worst dates of my life. And I'm kind of like going through my 20s at the moment. And I think, you know, that's what you got to do. Just date and see how it goes. Everyone is different with their experiences. I have had really bad experiences. Really bad. So I'm going to be telling a few, I think two or three stories, um, depending on how long it takes. So let's get into it. Um, as we are all guilty of doing is downloading the Tinder app. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. No one is alone if you guys use Tinder. Okay. I use it as well. (laughs) Just for dates and everything and experiences, you know. And, um, yeah. I still have a few dates. People want to, you know, take me out. So, you know, still very open to that. But, you know, I'm not looking for something completely serious. Like, no. I do have a little crush on a little someone. Um, he's really sweet. But, you know, that can change in the matter of minutes or hours. You know, it depends. Anyway, um, so a couple months back, I downloaded Tinder. And I was like, okay, cool. And... I was like, I gotta go on, you know, some dates, and my first, like, you know, what date I was looking for, I was like, I don't want to, like, date guys, you know, I want to go out for the experience and go to beautiful places, and so I put that in my bio, and I was like, cool, awesome, you know, people love that, and it did not really bring me much success, not at all. Um, I know Tinder is, you know, for the whole one night stand thing and hookups. Um, very aware of it, okay. But you know, you can still get by with a lot of stuff on there. Uh the amount of people I have met on there is insane. I've met like singers, producers, um people with different kinks, you know, it's very interesting, um, really sweet, supportive people and everything. So, I had originally gone out with this guy called Bob. Everyone's name is going to be, like, hidden, okay? And Bob was really, really nice. And I was like, oh, wow, what a gentleman. Although Bob is a fishing type of guy. And I was like, okay, surely I can, you know, get around to that. Like, get around from it. 
not, you know, I don't do fishing, that's not me, I, like, no, no thanks, no, I'm good, um, so I was like, okay, you know, you have your own hobbies, I have my own and everything, and we originally went out to a really nice restaurant, um, I think it was, like, in Mount Eden, it was, like, a 30-40 minute drive from where I lived, but it was so beautiful, like, we had a view of, like, the city, the sky tower, it was gorgeous, and when I walked in there, I was, like, waiting at the bar, because, like, the bar was, like, 10 minutes late, and I was, like, great, great, and so I just waited around the bar, and I got, like, our table and everything, and I sat there, and my first thought of the restaurant, I was like, holy moly, I feel like I'm in France. <laughs> like, it was so beautiful. I forget the name of it, but I definitely want to go back there someday. And when Bob arrived, we gave each other a hug and everything, and we got into, like, chatting. And um, we sat there at the table, like, chatting for, like, 10 or 15 minutes before grabbing a drink. And my first thought was like, oh, cool, you know, we have great, you know, chats and everything. And then at the back of my mind, I was like, shouldn't we get, like, a drink? Like, what? <laughs> and, you know, because I'm so used to getting a drink first and then chatting. And it's weird for me when people chat for 20 minutes and then they decide to get a beer or, you know, whatever. It's just weird to me because I'm not used to that, you know. And so we finally got our drinks and everything. I got a Heineken beer. I love Heineken. Um, and he just got, like, I think a vodka with, um, like, a flavor of some sort. Oh, wait, no, he got whiskey. He got whiskey. Yeah. And so we got our drinks and we started talking again. And it was, like, really cool. And I was like, awesome, perfect, love that. And I thought we had, like, such a great chat. Like, we had a lot in common. Um, he was a DJ and everything. And he came up from the South Island, I believe. I don't remember a lot of the backstory. If you're that special, I will remember everything. But, you know, like, my brain kind of works in, like, you know, trash or no trash type of information. Um, not putting anyone down, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, I remember people in certain ways, and I'll remember you if, you know, you mean a lot to me, and, like, you're really unique and special. So, yeah, and he had, you know, come out of a really bad, like, I think five-year relationship with his girlfriend, and this was his first relationship, like, the girl of five years was his first relationship and I didn't know that he was so inexperienced I didn't know you know and like my first impression was like oh yeah you know you've you've had some serious relationships you seem pretty mature and smart for your age and then I was like trying to picture who he reminded me of, because his looks, he dressed up really nice, which I liked, and we had good chats, um, and then the more I kept looking at him, I was like, why do you look so familiar, 
like why and I couldn't picture it that night so it was like really strange and weird and everything Oof. and so we grabbed dinner we had a really nice dinner I had like buffalo mozzarella cheese with tomato sauce and it was beautiful and he had halloumi cheese or like it was this weird cheese dish like cheese sticks or something but it was so good and I ate his dinner actually (laughs) because he wasn't too hungry and I was like well more for me (laughs) so I literally ended up eating his dinner and I was like cool it's not gonna go to waste (laughs) um and so literally after that we literally went to McDonald's because um I take little CBD gummies for my essential trimmer. Like I said, that is a story for another day. And uh, I kind of took too much when I first started on it. And I know the first impression anyone would have like, oh my gosh. But um, the thing is that my essential trimmer is really bad. You know, I got to take a lot of gummies because, you know, I can still sense my trimmer playing up. And... And so when I take like two gummies, I took, I think, three gummies. You can, you know, take one per hour or one or two a day, depending on how good or bad the, you know, aftermath and result is. And so I think I took three or four gummies and I was like, after dinner, I was like, okay, I have the munchies. And so we went to McDonald's and I got like a full on meal and a coca-cola because I was like I gotta eat I gotta eat and he ordered fries as well and I ate them on the way to the beach we went to the beach after grabbing Macca's and when we like finally parked um he was like to me oh like do you mind if I like you know do like a little smoke or a bong and I was like no I don't mind And right there, when he said that, I was instantly turned off. I wanted to go home. I was like, no, no, I'm not having any of this. No, no. And, like, this was 11 o'clock at night, like, 11, 11.30. And I was like, oh, shit, I want to go home because, like, this guy's, like, doing weed and, like, I don't want that. I don't like that. Like, no. Um, A big turnoff for me is, like, smoking weed, drugs, like, I keep my life very, very healthy, okay, fit, healthy, and everything, I've stopped drinking as well, because, you know, that really makes you age, and my parents are alcoholics, so you can kind of just imagine, you know, so he, like, did his thing, and everything, and, um, oh, God, that night was not something I like to look back on, because, it was just terrible, honestly, and I went home after, because I was like, oh, no, I'm gonna go home, you know, yada, yada, and I had to, like, um, literally make up an excuse to go home, because I felt like he wouldn't really let me go home, and I was like, okay, that's a bit of a red flag, you know, like, oh, and so I went home, and I told my best friend everything, and I was like, oh, he's sweet, and everything, maybe I might see him again for another date or two, whatever, and, um, he was the one who actually set up my pole, 
um, because he used to work in the club, and he is, like, very well informed about, you know, all that, and, uh, that day that he set up the pole, um, we went out, like, shopping, and I was like, oh, cool, this is, like, such a fun day, you know, yada, yada, and then, um, he was, like, that afternoon, he's, like, oh, do you want to, like, come around for, you know, a few drinks, and I was, like, oh, sure, sure, you know, like, a few complimentary drinks, or, you know, like, a nice chat and drink, and then, you know, probably head off to bed or whatever, go back home, that's what I thought, and I ended up going to his place and everything, and keep in mind, I had already been to his place, you know, before and everything, and this time that I went, um, I did not realize that there was a full-on party. I did not realize, like, there were people there, like, music, D- like, he was DJing and everything, and we were watching the Olympics, and I was like, uh, and I was just, like, instantly put off, um, and the more I hung out with him, the more I did get put off because, you know, he did bongs. And I was just like, I don't like that, mate. And he knew that. Like, I told him that, you know, I don't like sitting in the car, you know. And I don't like to be associated with the smell or anything. Like, not at all. And he was like, no, I totally get that. I understand that, you know, yada, yada. And my ex-partner um, that I dated... um he did weed and smoking, so that was really a put-off for me, um, and he was, like, a heavy drinker, and I did not like that one bit, and so Bob, um, gave me, like, the worst impression ever, and so at the house, like, with the party, I was just, like, sitting there, I drank some red wine and everything, and, um, I wasn't awfully, like, friendly with everyone, um, his roommates remembered me from, you know, a couple of visits, which were nice, and they were all very respectful, sweet, and everything, you know, and so I was, like, sitting down on the couch, and everyone sat down to watch, like, the Olympics, I think the rugby was on, um, the rugby, the female rugby was on, I'm pretty sure, it had something associated with, like, women, And we were watching, like, you know, New Zealand do it and everything. And everyone was cheering. And Bob comes down to sit next to me. And he full-on says, you know, I don't know what you want. Like, you want a relationship, but you don't. And instantly, I was like, oh, gosh. Here we go with this. And I just knew, I knew it would turn out to be a disaster from that point onward. And, um, I was like, yeah, but, you know, like, for me, I'm such, you know, um, a slow person to open up to. Like, I have been through a lot of stuff, and people don't understand that, so they think, you know, for me, I should open up instantly, or they can't be patient for a few weeks to a few months, you know, and I'm talking, like, two, three months for me to open up to someone, it really takes me time, So, you know, no man has ever showed me patience of that power. And I I said to him, you know, like, or I just, you know, it takes time for me to open up. And, you know, like, I've been through shit and everything, you know. And I've been through terrible relationships and a lot of shit, literally, you know. I, like, 
like dark, dark stuff, you know. And he just kept going on and on, and he's like, yeah, but I want a relationship, you know, and, um, you know, and I don't know what you want, and I said, like, I would like to have a relationship, but, you know, it takes time for me to open up, and it's nothing I want to rush into, like, just because I'm Russian doesn't mean I'm gonna be rushing into a relationship, okay, like, keep that in mind, so, he was like, okay, I'll give you space, you know, yada, yada. And then we just went back to partying. And then I kind of, like, gave him the cold shoulder because I was put off by that, you know. He didn't, you know, think that having patience is a good thing. Um, and he said something else that really put me off. Um, and I think it had to do with, like, patience or having, like, self-love and um, taking the time to, like, get into a relationship, he didn't like that, he wanted to get straight into it, and I'm like, no, 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 major red flags there, and so, guys, don't worry, I'm recognizing these red flags, like, instantly at the party, it's just that I was feeling awkward, and I was like, what the hell do I do, how do I get out of this situation, and a lot of you guys would just be like, walk away, leave, whatever, don't say a word, yeah, but, you know, it's like, oh, oh. And so, um, after that, like, I just went back to drinking my red wine, and then he, like, did some MDMA and everything, like, drugs and shit. And I was like, okay, I'm instantly put off from that. Like, I said, I keep a healthy lifestyle. I like to wake up early, you know, make the most of my day, my projects, live a healthy lifestyle, look after my body and health and looks, and everything and so um after that I was like yeah that is no I hate that I hate that I hate that and then um he hated the fact that I gave him a cold shoulder and he's like to me I'll just have some more red wine you know like drink up some more how about like you know you do some MDMA for you to relax you know you want to do some coke or whatever and I'm like no 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 and I was like, I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs ever in my life. Never. And I never will. Like, no. I, no. No means no. Okay? No. And he would not leave me alone. And it got to a point where he tried to get me to, like, drink more. Like, more red wine. And he tried to fill up my glass and everything. And he's like, oh, just drink up more, you know? You'll relax and you know, you'll be more fun, because, like, as I said, I was giving him the cold shoulder, and I was quite, you know, bitter towards him from what he had said to me, and how he was treating me, and he was just like, oh, just drink up some more, just do some drugs, and you'll be fine, you'll have a great time, and that was instantly, like, red flag, dude, red flag, like, do not do that, do not, okay, and it got to a point where I had tipped out my red wine, I know, waste, I love red wine, <laughs> and I felt so uncomfortable, and I washed out my red wine glass, and I had started putting Coca-Cola into it, and nobody saw it, and everyone thought that I was drinking more red wine, and I was like, yeah, sure, um, and the Coca-Cola wasn't really, like, bubbly, it was kind of, like, somewhat flat, so it worked in my favor, in a way, and I know a lot of people would be thinking, like, oh, if you don't want to drink, just say that. Like, of course. Like, I said that, you know. 
that I don't want to drink more and everything, but he kept trying to peer pressure me into it. And by that time, when he, like, finished talking about drugs and everything, it made me get PTSD, like, triggers from a horrible relationship that I had, like, been in and, like, sexual assault that I had, like, gone through and everything. And I was like, okay, keep it together, keep it together, you know, you gotta keep it together, come on, come on, Tat, you know, you got it. And so I got up and I went to his room and I called my best friend and instantly when she picked up, I bawled my eyes out. I was like, oh my God, I want to go home. I want to go home. He's triggering me. I feel so upset. You know, it reminds me of this and that. And it was horrible. And he came in like 20 seconds after I just said that sentence and he didn't hear me. And, um... He was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, you know, like my flatmate's mother, you know, yada yada has just, you know, you know, said this and that and she wants me home, all this shit. Because I knew from previous, you know, experiences, he wouldn't really like let you go, you know, if there wasn't anything serious going on. And so I had said like, oh, I kind of like, want to like you know I gotta go home the flatmate's mad yada yada I made up some shitty excuse and let me tell you he was just like okay okay we'll just sort it out just breathe just breathe and he gave me a hug and keep in mind I wasn't actually fully sad okay I was acting because I needed to get out of a situation like this and I did not like it and I did get PTSD and I was panicking and so I literally, like, I, I said several times, you know, I gotta go home, I gotta go home, yada, yada. And he would just be like, oh, no, just, like, leave it for tomorrow, you know? You, like, just stay the night here, you know, and, like, party with us. Just have some drinks and, you know? And the more he said that, the more I was just like, no, 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 like, no. And I kept, like trying to get myself into like the whole character you know of like everything and I was just like oh gosh so I like I booked an uber to go home and everything and um he tried to like put down my phone and everything and I was just like okay nah I'm going home I'm definitely going home and to this point I was just like yeah fuck it you know you don't like it that's a you problem mate and so I had told him that I booked the Uber. I got my bags quickly, quickly. And so I hopped into Uber. And <laughs> when I, like, got in there, he just, like, walked away. He walked away when I said, oh, this is my ride. He just walked away. And I was like, oh, you know, stuff you, mate. Like, honestly. And um, I had, you know, that night before I went to the party, I did tell him about, you know, the experience that I went through you know, the past relationship with my ex being a smoker, a druggie and everything, and then the other one with the sexual assault. So he knew about it. He knew about it, you know, but he still tried to peer pressure me to drink and to do all that stuff. And it just made it way worse. And in the Uber, um, I was bawling my eyes out for like the 25 minutes home and I was just crying and crying because I had like gotten so triggered and I could feel all the pain from 
everything that I've been through and I hated it. And one of my good friends, um, he called me up on Snapchat and he was out at a bar as well, but he wasn't like drunk and, you know, he keeps it very professional. And I, like, I was talking to him for the whole 25 minutes home and he was just making sure that I made it home safe and you know trying to calm me down and making sure that I wasn't crying as much and everything and by the time that I got in home he was he made sure that you know I got home safely and that I had good company around me and that I made a cup of tea and that I had made my bed all comfy and had my giant teddy bear with me to go to bed um yeah and so after that experience, I blocked the guy, I got rid of his number and everything, and I was just like, no, never again, never again. So that was like one date that I went out on, <laughs> it was terrible. And the second one was, I've had like a few dates after that one, I went out um, with the guy who I'm friends with from high school not high school but an old school that I went to and he was kind of like the same but he wasn't like peer pressure like we went out to like a little comedy skit and everything and um he he was like oh you know do you mind that I smoke and I was like no I don't mind and by this point, I was like, okay, bitch, you got to tell these people that you don't like it. And now I'm saying, I do not like it. If you smoke, do drugs, drink heavily, like, no, I've been through that shit. I don't like it and I do not want it. So if you do that and you message me to date you, I'm sorry, it's a no from me. <laughs> so we just went to the comedy skit um, with this guy and his name that I'm going to call him is Felix. So I went out with Felix and he was tall, really handsome. And we went out to like just the comedy like night and everything. Stand up comedy in the city. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I was chatting to one of the comedy guys, the comedians. And he was blind and, you know, he was partially blind. And while I was getting my drink, this was like midway through the show, um... Felix had just come back from the bathroom and I ordered my beer and everything and while I was waiting for it, I was talking to the comedian who was partially blind and Felix just orders his beer, he grabs it and he walks away and I was just like, wait, you're walking away from me just because I said that I respect people with disabilities because I have one of my own and you know, like the fact that I was just, you know, giving him so much respect and so much support for his job and everything. And Felix just walks away. And my instant thought was like, okay, well, you're obviously going to be like controlling. And, you know, like if you don't like me talking to other guys, I was not flirting at all. I just said, you know, good job on your skit. It was really funny and everything. And Felix and I, we did enjoy it and we were both laughing, you know, definitely. And, like, that was, like, the biggest, like, major turn-off, um, honestly, honestly. <laughs> and so, yeah, and then that night, um, 
he stayed over at mine, slept over at mine. Um, we didn't do anything. We just like legit went to sleep and then woke up the next morning, had a cup of tea, had some breakfast. Um, and then he just like left and stuff. And it was like, oh good. You know, it was like really good and everything. And we had like good chats, even with my best friend. And, um, after that, he never messaged me back again. He never messaged me back, like, ever, like, much again. And then I noticed that he unfollowed me on everything. And I was like, oh, far out, like, mate. You could have, like, at least let me know why. And, yeah. But, you know, um, the night that he slept over at mine, he kept asking me, can I kiss you? Can I kiss you? And I was like, no. And I was like, luckily, I was tired. And I was like, no, I'm just, like, tired. I'd rather go to sleep. And he kept pressuring me to, like, you know, kiss him. And I was like, no, dude. Like, no. Like, can you not? And I had told him the second time. And if he had asked the third time, I would have said, get the hell out. Um, and so he's like, oh, when would it be a good time to kiss you? And I was like, oh, gosh, not this question. And my instant reaction, I was like, um, not now because I'm tired, you know. It's the worst thing when someone asks you if they can kiss you or whatever. And you kind of have to lead it on. And so I was like, I don't want to do that, you know. Um, and so I was like, yeah, not now. I'm tired, you know. And so we just, like, went to sleep. And then in the morning, I think he tried to initiate a kiss by, like, sitting on my bed and, like, tumbling me over for a cuddle and I just, like, leaned my body away, and I felt so uncomfortable, and he just, I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna make a cup of tea, I'm gonna have breakfast, oh, I'm hungry, you know, some excuse and everything, and, um, yeah, and so that morning, he just, like, he left, and I was like, dude, you know, this is, like, the second time that we saw each other, I think, yeah, because, the week before he came over for a movie and then like two weeks later we went to a comedy skit which led to him sleeping over and that's when he tried to kiss me and stuff and I was like no and and then after that that after that night he just never talked to me again and I was like dude I'm not gonna be like a free you know free ride for you like no get the hell out um you know and you can you can kind of tell what these guys want a lot of the time you know drugs, drinking, you know, party people, and, um, you know, someone who just, you know, makes out with you and gives you all this free shit, honestly, I hate it, so that was, like, the second date with Felix and stuff, um, yeah, so my third date, um, I think I have time to tell it, my third date was probably with the guy called like I said, all these names are protected and their identities and a lot of the backstory. Um, so this third guy, um, we're still friends. Um, his name is Sam. Again, protecting his name. And he's really sweet. And we're still friends to this day. Um, yeah. And um, we he he's a car type of guy and everything and we you know met up through that and stuff and it was really fun I loved it um I loved it you know I think a lot of these guys they give off the best first impressions but then after that it's like you know like a full like 
slap in the face being like, yeah, no, these guys are not, you know, worthy. And so um, after like the first meeting that we had together, like of the car thing or whatever, I can't really remember a lot of stuff because I've been going on a lot of dates and, you know, yeah. And this guy was really sweet, but um, uh, I think, oh yeah, he smoked and again, major turn off. And oh, the biggest thing I noticed that his age, he was like, oh, I'm 26 or 28. And I was like, oh, cool. And then when we met up for the first time at the bar, like we went to a bar first and everything. And he, he had like a really nice car. Um, we were like chatting and everything. And I just noticed that he was like, oh yeah, I'm 33. And I'm like, what? 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 And I was like, okay, that's a major red flag, like, faking your age, lying, like, dude, don't do that, I don't like it. And I was like, okay, that's a major red flag, like, oof. Um, and, yeah, and so I was instantly put off by that, um, and immensely put off by that, immensely. So after the bar, um... That following weekend, we went out to, like, a nice little place with some gatherings. And, um, some stuff happened. Not bad stuff. But just, you know, getting told off and getting told to leave. And that was really fun. But, like, like I said, it's, like, after the first day, it kind of goes downhill. Because you kind of learn quickly that these guys either want one thing or they do something that pisses you off or you don't like and everything. And I had, like, I did tell him, like, oh, you know, like, my ex did smoking and all this stuff. I don't like it. You know, do you vape? I don't mind if you vape. Like, vaping is cool. I vape. But I only vape CBD. So, you know, I'm, like, totally fine with that and stuff. And um, smoking and weed is something I don't like. Because I don't like how it's illegal. You know, like, I get it that it can help people, but... Still, I'd rather do stuff properly, not the illegal way, okay, honestly. And smoking, I just don't like because it's bad for your lungs. And, you know, a lot of people don't care about their health until it's too late, which is really sad, unfortunately, but it is what it is. And so um, I had told him, you know, do you vape? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to vape more, you know, and cut out smoking. And I was like, okay, cool. And then um, I had invited him over, we watched a movie, and he, this is probably the worst date I have been on. Oh my gosh. So, he came over and we watched a movie. We were watching Dodgeball. Good movie, really funny. And um, half, like, of like, probably 20 minutes, and he would not stop staring at me, and I was like, what are you staring at me for, and he's like, oh, you're just, like, really pretty, you know, the usual freaking compliments, and I was like, okay, cool, and then, um, I think, um, he was very touchy with me, like, my hands, and all over my thighs, and I was like, no, like, oh, like I said, it takes me a while, like, I don't mean a week or two, I mean, like, Take it into like four or five months for me to open up and to get touchy with you, okay? You have the patience to do that? No. So he was very touchy and I was like, okay, like I didn't mind it. Like, 
but then he got real real touchy to a point where he like started picking me up and um you know like trying to like make out with me fully and like I gave him like a little kiss because I was like fine and then he would not stop he would not stop he's like can I just kiss you a little longer a little longer and I was like oh my gosh I just want to watch the movie I just honestly I just want to relax and watch the movie honestly oh oh and so um we continue watching the movie and then a bit from that he literally try to like get it on with me and I was like no 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 and he's like oh but you know sometimes you gotta be a little frisky and have a little bit of a tease and fun and I was like yeah that's what you want that's not what I want and I actually had said to him like if you get more annoying and if you don't listen to me I will make you leave and he's like hey and I was like well it's my house like uh far out respect your boundaries for frick's sakes and um it got really really bad and I felt uncomfortable and so I was just like again making up some shitty excuse and everything and then um I was just like look dude I gotta like head out in like an hour or two and so he just kind of like got ready and left and everything and I did need to go out like actual and so, um, yeah, he left, and I, like, I forgot to give him his jumper back, so I gotta do that and stuff, but I did let him know, like, about how I felt that day and everything, and how, like, it kind of triggered me with PTSD again, like, with, like, the sexual assault, like, I felt like he tried to, like, somewhat rape me, like, not really rape me, but, like, it just gave me bad vibes, you know, and it's, like, after the second or third date, don't do that, like, don't try and kiss them, you know, like, maybe a kiss on the cheek or forehead is nice, I like that, but, like, you know, it's, like, some people are different, and if they give you, like, a, like, a standoffish vibe, don't take it personally, just know that maybe it takes time for them to open up, you know, and maybe they're just very defensive because they've been through so much, and you've got to understand that, you know, and I like the guys who do understand that and who do have the patience, let me tell you that. And so I told him, like, you know, the way that I had felt and everything. And, um, you know, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry about it. You know, I didn't mean to do it, won't do it again. I was like, okay, buddy, cool, cool, whatever. Um, but, you know, I just said, I think it's best if we can just, like, stay friends. And I thought, like, shit, he'll hate me. Oh, my gosh. But we're actually still friends to this day and everything, um, yeah, and, you know, we still, like, have each other and stuff, and, yeah, um, really sweet, but I don't think I would really necessarily, you know, date him, so those are literally the three worst dates I've been on, like, Bob, the one who peer pressured me into drugs and drinking, Felix, the one who got jealous over me talking to one guy and walked away and then tried to kiss me and, you know, get that on. And then Sam, who tried to, like, you know, get off frisky by the second, you know. No, I think the second or third time that we saw each other. And um, they were all turn-offs, like major turn-offs. Um, yeah. 
And I think at this point, I'm just going to give dating a break because, you know, I'm trying to focus on non-attachment and just focus on me. And it's why I'm like, you know, getting up on my YouTube podcast, gaming and blogging. So if I'm doing this a whole lot more, just know that I'm dating a whole lot less. <laughs> I don't think that's a right way to put it, but yeah. Um, and I just want to give credit to the guys that I went out with. If you guys ever hear this, especially you, Sam, um, just know this is just stories to tell, okay? And um, everyone's identity will be hidden and everything. I mean, New Zealand and this whole entire planet has billions of people, you know. So, honestly. Um, but, yeah. And, um, yeah. And hey, you know, like, a lot of guys would hate me on dates as well, you know, they probably reckon I should open up real early, but, you know, I don't. It takes quite a while for me to open up, and, you know, because I just, I take kissing and a lot of that intimate stuff real personal. A lot of people can, you know, get it on, like, for specific people that I genuinely like, I definitely, you know, would try would try before I buy in that case but um you know a lot of that intimate stuff I just I take so personally and it's so intimate towards me and personal that I just I could never give it out for free or I could never you know give it away within the first or second date I can't do that you know I just cannot it's not me it's not me I take my time I learn to get to know these people you know and a lot of these people don't have patience, you know, and I'm not here to look up, I'm not here for a hookup, I'm here for a genuine experience, and if you don't want to give that to me, if you don't want to show it, I don't care, it's a you problem, not a me problem, okay, and with all these terrible dates and experiences I have had, if any of them are listening to it, like I said, (laughs) It's a story to tell, but if you didn't like it, it's a you problem, okay? And all their identities are hidden, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I will not be hearing from Bob anymore or Felix. Um, Sam is off and on, but, yeah. Um, I don't think I would date for quite a long time. (laughs) Uh, like I said, I'm practicing non-attachment and... I just, like, you know, trying to love me and, you know, put my priorities straight and cut off people if, you know, they make one tiny mistake or anything that puts me off. So, yeah. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode um, where I talk about my terrible dates. <laughs> um, I hope you guys all enjoyed it and, like, be sure to you know, check me out on my social media, um, don't give me any hate, okay, we've all been through terrible experiences and dates, you know, one night stands and all that, so we all have our equal fair share of terrible stories to tell, um, I hope you enjoy this episode, um, be sure to listen for more, not terrible dates, but more episodes and more podcast series and everything, I hope you guys are all having a fabulous afternoon, night, evening, or morning, whatever you're doing, and wherever you are. 
Have a wonderful day and thank you for listening if you have gotten this far. I love you all and thank you so much. Thank you guys. Bye.